Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved, Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hello, and welcome to Castle Talk, where we talk to writers and creators of today's genre worlds. I'm your host, Jason Henderson, publisher at Castle Bridge Media and editor of the new book, Castle of Horror Anthology, Volume 5, Thinly Veiled, The 70s. We are taking famous brands like Happy Days and The Odd Couple and doing weird horror things with them and then veiling them so that we don't get sued. So check that out in June. Tonight, we're chatting with Damian McCarthy, whose new film, Caveat, premieres on Shutter on June 3rd, set in a decrepit house on a remote island and filmed in the picturesque countryside of Cork, Ireland. The film follows an amnesiac man tasked with watching over a troubled young woman with the walls of the household more secrets than you can imagine. Welcome, Damian. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm excited. We're, we're recording in the morning because you're actually uh, you're actually calling in from Ireland. Is that right? That's right. I'm in Cork City in Ireland. Ah, beautiful. There are so many. Uh, there's so many. Please forgive my ignorance as a as a person in, in Denver, Colorado. So I'm very far away. But there's so many, uh, you know, accents. I've heard I've heard actors go, oh, this is my first time having to use a Cork, a Cork accent in a movie and, and so forth. So so is is there a, a peculiar personality to to that part of, of the country? There is. In Cork, uh, in Cork County, I think that the accent and the weather changes every ten miles. <laughs> it's just you know, you go to the you go to the countryside. It's so different than from the city. I mean, I'm sure it must be the same in in, in the states, but uh, yeah, it, and it's it's an impossible accent. I've seen actors try try to do it, and it's um, no, it's not an accent that's done well. That must be really funny watching American actors do 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 Irish accents. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> the, the, there's a recent movie, and it's it features a. Uh, it's an American cast. I won't say the name of the film. But it's an American cast, and they're doing a Irish accent. But yeah, it's it's an unintentional comedy here. That's wonderful. I love it. <laughs> uh, well, I come from Texas, so so Texas has a particular accent, and mm. people around the United States love to try to do Texas accents. In it. It's appalling, <laughs> but that's okay. I cannot. The the Texas accent is one that I can always pick up on in a, in films when they suddenly try try to do it. 
and I yes. don't really know if they're doing, if they're doing it well or not. But yeah, it's a, oh, they're trying to take that, a second. I could, I could, we could go really deep on what what distinguishes the vowel sounds and the <laughs> Texas accent and so forth. Uh, that's that sounds, but but I want to get back to your to your movie. So uh, uh, in this, just to give people the idea, Isaac, the the uh, the, the the star of the film, and and, uh, and who plays Isaac? I'm sorry, uh, Jonathan French. Okay, so Jonathan French has been hired to go and so-called babysit this young woman who has some kind of psychological issues she's prone to uh, she's told or, or he's told hey this woman you're going to be watching over her while she goes and visits and and visits this this old creepy house and i'll pay you a lot of money i'll pay you 200 dollars a day and uh but it's it, it consistently gets worse and, and worse so <laughs> so was this your um your notion of of creating basically a haunted house film, uh, uh, hey, let's give you an excuse to go with somebody else to a, to a big old house and stay there. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, this would be my take on uh, on that haunted house trope of well, why don't they just leave? You know, if you ever yes. see a haunted house, like why don't they just leave? So I said, well, if we put a guy on an island yeah. and uh, put him into a leather harness and put a big long chain on the harness, then uh, he's not going anywhere. And then of course, as the film, as the situation gets worse and worse, you just know that he, he can't go anywhere because he doesn't have the, he doesn't have the key for this, uh, he doesn't yeah. have the key for this harness to set himself out. Yeah, we should, we should mention that the, the gentleman who, who, uh, uh, when Ben Kaplan, the actor hires Isaac to go out to this house, he says, you know, because the woman that you're watching over, who's the niece, because she is afraid of being attacked, you're going to have to put on a leather harness that's mm. that uh, with a key that's impossible to access, so that you're not you're not a danger to her. And I, I love I love the way that you've presented it, where it's all played very straight, but there's a note of absurd comedy to that, as this guy is continually getting updates on what his job is going to entail. <laughs> And say yeah. no, this wasn't this wasn't the deal the deal at all. Yeah, and I, I thought I mean that's really down to the actors because they do play it so seriously. But what's happening is is so absurd. You know, it's yeah. like, uh, well, I need you to put on this this harness and this long chain. And so, and of course, his reaction is, oh, well, of course, I'm not putting this on. And he's like, well, it's a it's a job, and every job has a uniform, and this this is your uniform. And it's they play it so <laughs> they play it so straight that it's um yeah, it makes me laugh because it is quite dark comedy. Uh, there's one thing I really wanted to mention, though, about this movie is I really love there are elements of real vision, like like, like the, the this. I don't know how to put it. There's something like a symbol monkey only in, in this film. It's a it's a, a stuffed rabbit, a rabbit toy that beats on a drum and is used yeah. as almost a dowsing rod for. for this guy. Oh, my goodness. You've got it there. This. <laughs> This absurd prop of a children's toy of a rabbit that beats on a drum that no human child in their right mind would ever would ever want to play with. Yeah. Um, so so tell me tell me about the creation of the rabbit uh, idea because it, it's for the for the listener this thing is so important and it really sets off the movie just beautifully. Go ahead. So I guess the idea behind this toy is that the toy is uh, is haunted and it can tell when there's other spirits or. Or uh, a ghost in the room, so it, it, it'll, it's like a little like a ghost alarm as such. It yeah. starts drumming whenever there's something present. Um, I mean, straight straight away from that, there's a lot of a lot of mileage you can get out of that with tension and suspense. Because if it's all quiet and suddenly this thing starts drumming, it's um, yeah, you know, people know what's happening. I guess the idea came for that from years ago. I made a short film called Hatch, and mm. it was about a guy who lays an egg, and you're over the course <laughs> of the movie, you're waiting for the egg to hatch to see what's inside it. 
And I found that when I was edit, when I was you know storyboarding the film, I couldn't find a way to make the the, the creature coming out of the egg at the end uh, suspenseful. And mm. I just had this idea to introduce these uh, a symbol monkey and a, and a drumming bunny up on up on the shelf oh. uh, watching it, and they were kind of you know. Uh, interspersed, uh, edited into um, into this egg hatching. I thought, oh, just visually, I really liked that idea. And I mean, the film did very well and it traveled to a lot of film festivals. And the audience really reacted to that. They always found it very funny and they understood straight away that, oh, they know what's about to happen. Yes, These yes. things are, you know, that they're sentient or, or, or whatever. You, you don't need dialogue. It's this. instantly understandable. No. Yeah, exactly. And that was very much the idea with this. I just thought it just visually um, I'm a big fan of Guillermo del Toro and he says like you know just start with your visuals you know if you're yeah. trying to write a script put all this cool stuff down that you just like to see and then kind of work out from there so I did think a guy with a big beard and a leather harness long chain was kind of interesting <laughs> and uh, a girl yeah. with a bloody nose being led around by a um, you know being led from room to room by this uh, drumming bunny this old decaying Oh. antique toy i thought that would look cool and then just trying to you know work it out from there yeah no that 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 works beautifully and it reminds me you know I, i've seen a lot of haunted house movies but this one really feels like like the kind of haunted house story that you had mm. coming out right around the turn of the century you know the, there's all these there's all these sheridan lefanu kind of kind of stories that usually involve one guy going to mm. one house and getting mixed up with with a small world that becomes very terrifying and, and yeah and uh, i think it works really well i, I oh, thank you think, oh absolutely the music's beautiful by the way tell me a little bit about because you build mood with music all the time a lot of times music mm. is all you hear can you talk to me yeah. about how you did that well we had very long stretches that don't have any dialogue and it so you really are down to just your visual and your um uh, your music so it was richard g mitchell who did the uh, who did the score and uh, richard's been richard's worked on a lot of movies and he's a bafta member he's been in the business for you know 30 years he hadn't done any horror films i don't even know if he was if he was a fan of horror films but then of course i, I came along and mm -hmm. I, I love horror and um it was great. In a way, it was actually great working with somebody that hadn't, you know, hadn't a big knowledge of horror films or hadn't really done anything like that before, because it just made the whole thing a little weirder. You know, mm -hmm. that it was because it, it wasn't that um, wasn't there was just nothing typical about the score, I guess. Right. Um, right. It often builds tension. The score is yeah. doing nothing but maybe giving you giving you a couple of tones that mm. are just building this tension that then needs to be released by something yeah. on the screen. So that was that was and really that, remarkable. That was Richard, yeah, he was great. And he was great for kind of uh, holding back to say, well, maybe we don't need anything here. This should just be silence. Because silence is, you know, if used right, is is, uh, is terrifying as well. Absolutely. Or he'd say like, hold, you know, hold back. Like uh, I'd say, well, Richard, this part isn't, isn't scary. And you go like, well, like it doesn't need to be yet. You know, we'll, we'll get there. So he was great for that. That's wonderful. The film uh, the, the film is is coming to shutter. Uh, Damien McCarthy, you're calling in from Cork. I am so pleased to have, had a chance to talk to you about that. The movie is called Caveat. It comes to Shutter on June 3rd. I, I really hope you have a fantastic launch with it. Thank you very much, Jason. Thank you. Thank you. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.